Hi, welcome to Awkward Pauses. I'm I'm. Uh... You're supposed to say hello. Oh oh. All right, take two. Welcome to Awkward Pauses. I'm William. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm your other host, Matthew. Good job, William. You did it. Yeah. What's today's topic, Matthew? <laughs> Just straight into it? No. I opened. How are you... we? Okay. How are you, William? How are you doing today? I am I'm I'm a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm I'm done with finals and we'll just leave it like that. Good job. How are you? Good job, William. I did it. I passed most of them. I passed all of them. Uh, I'm all right. I'm good. It's Doing great. good. Been watching movies. Watched a few movies. So, what's our topic today, Matthew? <laughs> movies. <laughs> movies are our topic today. Uh, we thought it would be fun to do a uh, a little 2017 movie thing. We thought it'd be awesome because Rundown. I'm like the movie guy of the two, and I know all about all the movies coming out. Yes. And since Matthew knows this, and he doesn't know like anything about these movies that are coming out, he's what, what is it? What is it that we're doing? We are going to do a. Uh, I, I believe, as you said earlier, <laughs> we're going to do a uh, 2017 movie rundown where we talk about. All of the uh, 2017 movies that we're excited about. And yeah. by that, I mean the ones that are currently most popular on IMDb. I'm so excited about all of these. I, I'm i going to be honest. I, I actually lied. I have no idea. About I, think maybe all, I think we all got it. <laughs> anything that's coming out. Except I keep in touch with Star Wars and Pixar. Uh-huh. And then somehow I have the audacity to call myself sort of a movie person. Well... I mean, you know, uh, I, that was not comforting, I know. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Uh, I am the movie guy. I was going to go into a bit about how I'm actually the music guy. Oh. But then you finished the bit uh, a little earlier. What, 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 what odd instruments do you play? I play the theremin. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> Extremely well. I see. All right. Well, you want to talk about some movies? Yeah. We're just going to go for it. Uh, this is based on the IMDb popularity, because uh, we don't know how long we're going to go. Because yeah. a little later on, William, mm-hmm. we have the exciting conclusion to William Potter. I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> uh, so we don't know how long this is going to go, because we don't know how long we're going to need for that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It might be a long one, but a a, a a good one. There's a reason the show is called Awkward Pauses. Yeah, Let's get to these movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as of, uh, it is May 1st. It is May 1st, uh, 2017. As of May 1st, 2017, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is number one on IMDb's most popular. I'm very excited Fox about this movie. on the run. Matthew's only excited about the music. turns and looks at you. I'm excited for the whole movie. I've just been listening to that song because it's a it's in the trailer now, and it's a really good trailer. I absolutely loved the first one. Me too. 
Well, I, I won't it was say I great. loved it, but I did think it was great. I I loved the diversity of the Maybe characters. Maybe we should quiet down a little bit. We're getting very loud. <laughs> I, I liked I liked the diversity of the characters. Okay, cool. I, I really liked the character that was a bush. Uh huh. With with no leaves. Mm-hmm. I I thought that was that that was very representative. Mr. Of Branchman. Mr. Branchman. I yes, his name. He he was a tall bush, and he had voice by for Mark him. Sinclair. Wahlberg, close. Oh, okay, uh, it was a Mark. Um, I thought it was great that there were usually only bushes with leaves are represented in movies. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was very progressive of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a positive way, you can be progressive negatively. That's de progressive. Yes. Digressive, if you will. Yeah, that's the word. Um, and you and- know, I've always thought that uh, green people were really uh, underrepresented, uh, underrepresented in film. I know, and the fact that they got Chris Pratt. To play the green hero, mm-hmm. which was and also he's, he's very funny on The Office. The very so I thought it was a great choice. Hilarious, yeah. Um, there was also the the fox with the rocket launcher, Star Fox. Yes, Star Fox. Um, one of sixty four, I believe. One of sixty four Star Foxes. Mm-hmm. Oh, from Star Fox sixty four. Yes. Yeah. So it, great movie. I I thought. I mean. They had the the whole bush thing that we talked about mm-hmm. with no leaves, the the green office person, and also mm-hmm. they had sixty four foxes with sixty four rocket launchers. Yes, William, are you ready to drop this bit? Yes, <laughs> cool. Uh, no, but really, we we do enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy with uh, yeah Christopher Pratt and uh, 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 Vin Diesel as the tree. Not a bush. I, I liked the blue man. The blue man group. <laughs> Not the one that's the one that doesn't understand metaphors, but the one who's actually purple and sits on a chair doing nothing. Right. Thanos. I am the most terrified of Thanos. Every time I see him, I go, that is one terrifying man sitting in nowhere. <laughs> is this still a bit nowhere, that you're doing? In a chair. I can't tell if you're still doing a bit. <laughs> it's kind of a half bit. Let's, because, let's like, just drop all bits because that was going to get old really fast. It might have gotten old while we were doing it. But isn't it. he terrifying sitting there I in think, space with his wrinkly chin? You know what? I think, he was, I think he was terrifying to see at the end of Avengers. But now he's... He's still little, sitting there. He's still he's a little more cartoony now, I think. Yeah. And like Josh Brolin is playing him. Uh and he he's a great actor, but he's like he's smiling a lot, which to me never works. When Thanos well. smiles? When evil people smile. Except Voldemort. Yes, because he <laughs> has horrible teeth. But we'll get to that later. If you want to write a good villain, yeah, bad teeth. Bad teeth is important. Yeah, the villain of that's why Darth uh, Vader works so much. That's true. <laughs> the villain of Guardians of the Galaxy, Ronan, has very bad teeth. It's like it just has black teeth. Oh, I thought, I thought that was just empty space that he had no teeth. <laughs> okay. So, uh, are you excited for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? I'm pretty excited. I am too. I'm not like shaking in my boots about it. Neither am I. That's not the right. It works. It's fine. Let's move. Yeah. Let's keep going. I I already got our our tickets for Thursday night. It's coming out this Thursday. You got a ticket for me? Nope. I got our tickets. Uh, by that I mean me and my parents. Oh. Um. It's this Thursday already. It is this Thursday. Yeah. Wow. It's already out in other countries, and people are saying it is not as good as the first one, uh, but still good. 
Kind That's of all like, I know about it. <laughs> kind of like the first two Star Wars prequels. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, a lot of people thought it was better. Which one? Which, the, the second one. Yeah, maybe. But that's a story for another episode. Let's yeah. stay on stay on topic. Uh, yeah. That's a joke from our uh, first episode of Surviving the Clone Wars, I think. Wow. Good times. Not really. Uh, next up, William, number two, The Fate of the Furious. Now, I like this one because they well, use no, the whole we can't. wheat thing. <laughs> Putting the three as the E in fate. <laughs> Because as we, we know, this is the third Fast and Furious movie. We, I, we can't do this okay. for, every, for every movie. <laughs> okay, fa- fa- Fast and Furious. Now, didn't the seventh one just come out? Uh, it came out a couple years ago. Is the Fate of the Furious the one that... Does it have the, the big submarine thing that comes out of the ice? Yes. Okay. I got confused because when I saw... I believe it's when I saw Rogue One in theaters. Mm-hmm. The... um. The preview for this came on, and I was like, wait, they're still doing this? But I thought it was the seventh one for some reason. No. So when they started showing the eighth one, I was like, are you serious? They're already advertising the eighth one. Yeah, no. But that's something they would do. I feel like that's something that if any franchise would do that, it would be the Fast and Furious franchise. Is anybody... I would ask, is anybody excited for this movie? But, like, did it already break the box off this This movie made more than Star Wars. More than The Force Awakens. I don't understand. (laughs) My dad actually told that to me. I think people love it on uh, overseas. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Which country, like, out of all of them, do you think would be the one that would like it the most? A lot of movies do a lot of, do really well in China. Hmm. Especially action movies. Like, uh... Transformers Transformers does really well over there You got me thinking about Asia And And meanwhile Star Wars Does not do well at all In China? In China, yeah, at all Hmm. They even tried to uh, In Rogue One You remember Chirrut and Baze That's how you pronounce those, right? It's Um, close enough They cast two Baze Malbus Dumbledore Save the Harry Potter stuff for later, William. <laughs> they uh they cast two Asian actors. I think they're both Chinese. Um maybe. And we're pretty sure that was probably just to do better box office in in the hopes that Rogue One would do better box office than The Force Awakens. I guess. They were good. They were, they were very good characters. For what for what they were given, they were quite good. Um but I do think it was pretty shameless pandering. And Donnie Yen uh, was worried about that. Really? When he was cast, I, I remember hearing. Um, hmm. I listened to a, a thing. He did such a good job, Just though. a couple of days ago. Yeah, he was good. He's my favorite non-Jedi Jedi. Okay. Anyway, um, Fast and Furious 8. I, fe- I, I realized something when you started mentioning Asia. I started thinking about, like, Bollywood. And I realized... Okay, that's India. Yeah, yeah, I know, which is technically Asia. Yeah, okay. Um, Continents are weird, right? It's What's not technically with... Asia, it's totally Asia. What's the deal with continent- continents? I don't know, they're all connected. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. We should do a whole episode about continents. Okay. We could continents. do a rap about continents. We should do a video. It would be where pretty short because there's only seven of them. We use condiments to draw the con- con- <laughs> con- continents. 
Um, what were you going to say about Bollywood? I feel like Fast and Furious 8, or the Fast and Furious franchise is like the closest that the United States film industry comes to Bollywood. That's interesting. And just like... Uh, the the. I mean, how much do you know about Bollywood? I don't know that much about Bollywood. I'm, t- I'm just talking about when you look up YouTube clips of like Bollywood action films and everything is just completely unbelievably over the top. Okay. And it's, it's usually set like modern time. Mm-hmm. Like there's a Bollywood movie. I think you showed it to me, didn't you? That's like know. a Terminator type thing. Maybe someone else showed it to me in one of my film classes. Probably. I don't think. I don't. But think it's I know that. it's like Bollywood's version of the of the Terminator, and he picks up like eighty seven guns at once and and things like that. Okay. No, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is definitely, I mean, Fast and Furious, it's very over the top. It's so, when 7 came out, I wanted to see it, and I had never seen any of the other ones. Um, and our friend Mac has been a big fan of them for a while, apparently. Okay. Um, shout out to Mac. Hey. Uh, we played hide and seek once. and We don't we, need to know that. We're talking about Fast and Furious. Um, okay. <laughs> but we hid in a truck. Which okay. is a vehicle. Okay, okay. Like I see where you're going. I see where you're going. We didn't turn it on. In fact, we didn't even so roll down the windows. So you were not very fast. We were, were in there furious? for about half an hour. It got very sweaty. Because so you were furious that you were sweaty. Is that yes. what you're saying? But not fast because you were completely stationary. Yes. Okay. So I, uh, <laughs> I, I watched through all of them, and it's such a weird... It like somehow kind of works when you watch them, but like it's they such become a good. Weird evolution. They do become pretty. Like the fifth one, I think, is pretty great in a weird way. Like it's cheesy, but like it's a fun. It's really fun. Are you excited at all for this one? Though? No. Yeah, I'm I getting c- to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, sort of. I, I'm sort of getting to that, but like it, just seeing the evolution of the films, because the first one is like. It's it's like uh uh what's that movie? Uh, uh the one with Keanu Reeves. The Matrix. Point Break. It's like Point Break, but with cars. Okay, I don't have a context for yes, that. Yes, but maybe some other people do. But it's just like there's this undercover agent trying to stop thieves who are stealing and like who. I think that's the plot who are, who are thieves who are stealing. Uh, <laughs> Is that what they do? And who are getting away in fast cars or whatever. And like, since this guy played by Paul Walker, rest in peace, uh, is a really good driver. He gets in with the gang and like, or, or something. And they steal more stuff. <laughs> um, but then they, are, are we still talking about point break or, or are we talking? About... No, we're talking about fast okay. and furious. Um, but like, it goes from that to another sort of secret agent wo- movie in the second one. Okay. And then the Tokyo Drift. Happened. Is that just about drift racing? That's just drift racing with a completely different character in Japan. Wait, so it doesn't even have any of the same in characters? Tokyo? No, the only sp- a little spoiler it's Vin alert. Diesel even in it. Spoiler alert for. Tokyo Drift, just a heads up. <laughs> it's oh, like weird, like what's the what's the kid's name in it? I don't know. There's a rapper in it. 
like a young rapper. I think he's a rapper. Is Vin Diesel in it? Just yes or no? At the very end, he okay. shows up. He has one line. The very end. And that was, I think, because they watched the movie and they were like, no one's going to see this because Vin Diesel isn't in it. <laughs> but see, then... For me, that sounds like the most interesting one. Because I like, I like it's racing. It's just bad. It's just not poorly the, made. Not myself racing. I like watching racing. It could be a cool idea, but it's just bad. It's a poorly made movie. I mean, I don't want to say it's bad because I'm sure people... Like, I kind of had fun watching it. I, I don't think I hate any of them because... There's there's at least a little bit of silliness to have fun with. But they all have something to do with Vin Diesel and the original squad except that one. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Vin Diesel is not in the second one. Okay. Paul Walker is the main character in the first and second one. And Vin Diesel is nowhere. Nowhere. But then he's in the third one at the very end. So then they this reboot really it. really complicated. I know. So then they reboot it with, uh, I believe just fast and furious rather than the fast and the furious or maybe it's the other way around and that's the fourth one but it's a reboot it's a reboot but, but it's, it's the, the same fo- but it's, it's the a, fourth one it's it's the fourth one it's a it's a reboot in the sense that it's like going back to its roots yes okay it's not like it's not like a remake it's like a, oh okay it's a continuation in a similar way that like it, it's a it's a continuation but going in a different direction okay but that becomes I can't even really remember that one, but I think it's like a heist movie at that point. Or maybe it's just like another kind of street racing thing and Paul Walker and Vin Diesel are back. And then the fifth one is a heist movie. And then the sixth one is like a crazy heist movie. And then now it's just heist movies. <laughs> so it goes from like a secret agent thing to just a... a just, to- just drift racing. Just drift racing and now heist movies. Well, at least but they... somehow it works. And also there's a, com- there's a really confusing timeline because there is a character who there's a character who dies in Tokyo Drift. Spoilers for the first 7 Fast and Furious <laughs> movies because those are the ones I've seen. But there's a character who dies in Tokyo Drift who then comes back in episode in in episode 5 <laughs> who then comes back in the fifth one the fifth one. Um and that one's just called Fast Five, right? Yes. And then Furious Six. Why did they do that? That always annoyed me that they were like, Fast that's and the, Furious. That's what I was going to talk Fast about. Fast Five and Furious Six. This is what I was going to talk about after this. What was Too Fast, Too Furious? Was that seven? But, no, that was two. Oh. <laughs> number two, Fast. Number two, <laughs> Furious. I don't know anything Duh. about it. We'll, we'll, get, we'll talk about that in a second. I thought that was the fourth one because you add the twos together. <laughs> we'll talk about that one in a second. But the like, fourth one was a mathematics movie the this character who died in the third one is now back in the fifth one and then so it takes place before that in one. the sixth one he goes and he he goes to tokyo and then dies and it turns out tokyo drift took place way later i'm sure the audience was just as shocked as the <laughs> luke i'm your father thing <laughs> uh spoilers for the empire strikes back um <laughs> i didn't say who said he was his father okay. Whatever. Your father, I am. <laughs> okay. Um, but <laughs> where was I talking about? I'm just rambling this whole time anyway, and now Star Wars is in my head. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, we pretty much got all the way up to... Right. Okay, so seven is when, like, in seven, because at, at the end, the guy who died in the third one dies at the end of the sixth one. 
Okay. And then it turns out that Jason Statham killed him. That means nothing to me. <laughs> Jason Statham, the actor, is playing a character who killed him. Okay. And he's he's also the brother of the guy who was the villain in the sixth one. I know, it's complicated. It's a really complicated story. I feel like I'd rather take... <laughs> I'd rather retake all my music theory courses than try to figure out <laughs> all the connections in these movies. Well, I've only seen it once, and I I can remember it, but I think okay. I've been reminded recently, um, somewhat recently... But like <laughs> you still haven't gotten to the seventh one. I know, but the seventh one, Jason Statham is the villain, and we get Vin Diesel going to Tokyo, which is the scene at the end of the third one. Okay, and we we meet a character, the main character from the third one, meets up with Vin Diesel at that point for okay. a few minutes, and he looks about ten years older. And he already looked about 30 <laughs> in the movie, and he was playing a teenager. <laughs> but regardless, oh my gosh. Um, that happens. And then, and this is, me and Max saw this in IMAX when it came out. That's what the, the whole thing was building up to. So he and I went to see this. Um, and then that's a pretty straightforward movie that ends with a Paul Walker driving off into the sunset because he died. The seventh he one? died in real life, and so they had his character drive off into the sunset, literally. And then it says, he's been a long day Aww. without you, my friend. That seems like a good place to end. It does seem like a good place to end. You're and right about the that. the fate of the furious. <laughs> then, uh, here comes the fate of the Driving furious. Driving on ice in submarines. Mm-hmm. And so, it's a whole convoluted. I'm not, I, the thing is, I enjoyed watching them, but I, for some reason, I'm not excited about the fate of the fury like it, it's it's a pretty nothing hmm. movie like yeah, this is the first one that the rock is in right no the rock has been in, in him since oh really life. yeah he's weren't been... they both in the expendables the rock has not been in the expendables no Jason okay. statham has been and vin diesel no apparently i know nothing about the Expendables. you know nothing about the expendables maybe after william potter we'll do uh william spendable <laughs> how about no <laughs> Uh, I agree. That was a joke. So anyway, that's the Fast and the Furious, and of course, can't we wait can talk to see about... it. <laughs> love the Fast and the Furious movies. Tokyo Drift. Love love the sports cars. I love the the drifting. And of course, we can talk about the titles, which are uh, so clever, so clever. <laughs> the first the first one was the Fast and the Furious. And then, then the fourth one, Too Fast, Too, too fast, Furious, too furious. With, with the math. And then Fast, Fast and Furious, eight, which is Tokyo Drift. You're really messing me up here. <laughs> okay. And then Fast and Furious, and then Fast Five, and then Furious Six, and then Fast Fast and Furious Seven, and then The Fate of the Furious. With the with the three as the E. <laughs> so clever. What else we got? So that's Fast and Furious. Uh, next up, number three, is King Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Oh. Uh, this is a sequel to Kingsman. Uh, the Secret Service. And now this is like Knights of the Round Table. That's what the circle is. You... And Kingsman like King Arthur. Uh, it's based on... Okay. Um, am I close? You're not I know nothing about off. this. You're kind of... It's a spy movie. It's a modern day spy movie. Okay. That like kind of harkens back to the 60s, the fun 60s era. Now this, this is the... And you're right about the King Arthur stuff because the Kingsmen are... Like on the cards... We are talking about Now You See Me 3, right? <laughs> You're making this really difficult for me, William. 
I mean, I'm sure you're making it very entertaining for whoever's <laughs> listening. But, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so you're right about, you're kind of right about the Knights of the Round Table. Yeah. Because there is a table, and the Kingsman secret agents okay. are codenamed after the Knights of the Round Table. Oh. So there is an Arthur, there is a Galahad, there is a, all the other ones. And well, you knew twice as many as I did. <laughs> and uh, I think there's a Merlin, maybe. Oh, I knew Mer- I knew about Merlin. I don't I know, that but name. that wasn't a Knight of the Round Table. But there oh. might be a Merlin in there. It's just a was cool he name. A I mean, he would he'd have, he was a wizard. Sure. Anyway, uh, this is a sequel to the first one, and the first one was a lot of fun. Loved the first one. <laughs> I-, I loved the all the magic tricks. Yeah. The second one was even better because it had Harry Potter yeah, in Daniel it. Daniel Radcliffe in it. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, so tell me about this first movie because I, I, I don't think we should spend too much too much time on this. But it's about this uh, young man, uh, who's a kind of a, a ruffian, in England. <laughs> okay. Uh, his name is Eggsy. Eggsy. Yes, Eggsy. Um, and this is based on a comic book, and he is like really good at parkour or something i saw it and i can't remember much about it (laughs) but he's good he's good at stuff and uh he gets recruited into the kingsman uh which is like a a super secret service thing for london for the queen in movies knowing parkour automatically means that like it's i'm exaggerating it there is a scene where he does a little bit of parkour okay but that's that's just the one scene that I remember from the first act of the movie. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's why I'm saying you that. You know parkour. Work for the, the secret <laughs> yeah. people. So then Colin Firth with glasses comes up and says, here's how to be a gentleman uh, and also a spy. And um, But he wants to be rebellious at first because he's all parkour and he wants to be extreme. No. Kind, kind of. It just takes him a while. It's a sort of a My Fair Lady thing. In fact, I just remembered they totally reference My Fair Lady oh. in the movie. <laughs> Eggsy says, oh, so it's like My Fair Lady. Speaking of sequels, My Fair Lady 2 finally coming out this year. Yes. Audrey Hepburn, Back from the Dead, thanks to digital technology. Because that's everybody's favorite thing. Yep. And uh, she's she's dubbed by someone else this time. She's dubbed by me. You got the job? Yeah. Check I knew it out. you check auditioned. It out. I knew it's her only line in every single movie. The good book says. That's incredible. I know. I didn't. I had no idea. Actually, Congratulations, I, I, I think Lloyd. that was only in the like really not too great sequel to. Um, I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, what, what's the name of the True Grit? The, the the original one. She was in a sequel to True Grit. Yep, Rooster Cogburn. That was his name, right? Yeah. The sequel is called Rooster Cogburn That's and right. the Lady. Yeah, and, and she I was watched the lady. it so many times growing up. But because... this is my fair lady too. Yes, the secret of the ooze. <laughs> Okay, before we get to that, <laughs> we gotta get back to Kingsman. I watched, well, We're I, running out of time here. We're only on just three. Gonna, I'm just gonna say I watched this movie, the the, the the sequel to True Grit, which I don't even think had a book that uh-huh. it was based on. It because at the end it was just like based on the characters from True Grit, right? Uh, but it still had um, oh man, what's Je- his uh, name? famous Western guy Jeff Bridges. <laughs> it still had original Jeff Bridges in it. And um, John Wayne. John Wayne, of course. It wasn't great, but I watched it so many times because for some reason my granddad liked it better than the, than the original okay. True Grit. Yeah, I remember going 
to your house and your granddad was watching True Grit. That's the yeah. one memory of what he was watching that I have. <laughs> so many times you watched that movie. North to Alaska. If it had John Wayne in it, he Okay, it. makes sense. But uh, anyway, speaking of Jeff Bridges, he's in this movie. Oh. Kingsman the Golden Circle. Well, I've got to watch it now. It's because the closest in... thing to Tron 3 I'm going to get. <laughs> because in this case, um, they are the Kingsmen... Our, oh, I forgot to mention Samuel Jackson has a lisp, and he's the villain in the first one. Um, he just has a lisp. He just has a lisp. And Mark Hamill is in it. Oh, wow. It's a fun movie. Was Mark Hamill it's, in the first it's, one? Uh, no, 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 no. Mark Hamill's in the first one, is what I'm saying. Oh, neat. Um, he, 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 Something else Mark Hamill great, is in that isn't a cartoon. It's a great reference, because in the comic, Mark Hamill, the actor, is a character. Huh. And then... For the movie, they had Mark Hamill play this character that is replacing Mark Hamill, the actor, in the comic. The same, like the same what? things that happened to Mark Hamill, the character in the comic, happens to Mark Hamill's character. But he's not Mark Hamill. But he's not playing himself. He's playing a professor or something. It's a good movie. It's uh, it's R rated. These movies. It's sound rated R. It's so confusing. Like quite violent. It's a good movie. I had a lot of fun. Um, and this one. Uh, they go to, they presumably go to America and meet the Statesman, which is an American version of it, uh, and it's got Jeff Bridges and Channing Tatum both wearing cowboy hats with lassos, because that's how England views America. For <laughs> <laughs> um, all is you English people who pretty are... Pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, about to say. Um, I so mean, that's... If you want to fit in in America, I'm, I'm talking to anybody listening and over European fans right now. Well, go to New York. It's the most accessible place. Mm -hmm. Make sure you bring your cowboy hat and your lasso. Yes. You'll fit straight in. Yep. Uh, So that's that movie. Um, Next up, Alien Covenant. This is the one, I believe, where they're tired of the running, tired of the constant bickering. So they make a covenant (laughs) where (laughs) the aliens are just going to... No bits. Gonna leave. no bits, William. No bits. Okay. <laughs> that one wasn't going anywhere anyway. We're talking about Alien. This is serious business. Very excited for this, this one. This looks good. This looks good to me. You know... I, this is a uh, uh, prequel to the Alien franchise and a sequel to Prometheus. And, I, you know, I'm kind of... Ex- I'm excited about it. I think a lot of I people are kind of tired of it because it's like... Yeah. Well, what are they going to do? Make an Alien movie where they've land on a planet and find the aliens and they have mm-hmm. to run from them but it's like come on that's Running what you want hallways and corridors that's exactly what but you want. i i'm excited to see a new alien movie me too aliens was if you look at aliens it is the exact same plot as alien just with more aliens yeah and prometheus kind of the same thing except i don't remember prometheus at all <laughs> I actually don't I, remind me of anything because I ordered it because I'm gonna rewatch okay. it before I see. I'd like to watch it with okay. you, Ethan. I loved okay. it. I'm not. No, I'm gonna not gonna tell you anything that happened that you don't remember. I mean, but. I've seen it. I remember some things, but I feel like it's one of those things that not a lot of people are like in between on. A lot of people are like, I really like Prometheus, or hmm. I really didn't care for it. Okay. I thought it was great. And I was I loved, in between. I loved I the first two Alien movies as well. Like, I'm a big fan of yeah. of both of those. So I've seen all of the Alien movies, three and four are Odd. interesting um <laughs> i've not seen this but yeah i'm really excited for this i have I do, been avoiding I do trailers because i, I love katherine waterston who is the uh lead 
person. I don't I don't know who she's playing. And oh my gosh, Michael Fassbender as a Michael Fassbender is a good man. As as the the android in Prometheus, that mm-hmm. was David. Incredible for yeah, David. There is a um, there's a great video. I think I've shown you this. Wesley showed it to me. Wesley Slappy, shout out Wesley. Keep on slapping. <laughs> uh, and it's it's a video from Wayland Yutani, the fictional company in the alien universe advertising the david as though it were like an apple product (laughs) and it's excellent an excellent performance from michael fassbender it's really good that's awesome um i'll link to it in the show notes or description or whatever you want to call it um but yeah this is very exciting uh moving on uh stephen king's it this is a remake of the well, this is another ad- adaption of Stephen King's book, It, uh, oh. with the creepy clown. This whole time, I <laughs> thought that it, was, it wasn't it was It. I thought it was IT. Really? Yeah. I thought it nope, was about, it. like, I thought it was about, like, uh, computer nerds who just is snap this one a, day. Is this a bit? It's very much a bit. Okay. Uh, I said no bits, William. So It's about clowns that come to fix your computer. <laughs> And they do a very. They fix them, but, yeah. but with a few surprises added. This in. is a this is a, a movie that is a uh, scary and Stephen King and it's it and we already got an it in the eighties or nineties on TV. That was a TV movie, um, but now it's in theaters. But now it's again. Next up, uh, this one already came out for us. In the future, all of these will have already come out. Oh, but as at the time of recording this. Uh, Get out. If that's how you feel about it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. William. 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 It's the title of a movie. Get out is the title of the movie of the next movie. I wasn't telling you to get out. I would never tell you to get out. It's Get Out. It's directed by Jordan Peele. He's the guy from Key and Peele. Thank you. Yeah. I want I would never tell you to get out unless you did something. And you but you didn't do anything. So I'm sorry for that misunderstanding. But this movie Get Out, uh it's been out for a couple months. Ben and I tried to go see it. Uh Ben, our friend Ben, Ben Johnson. Shout out to Ben. Shout out to Ben. Uh he and I have been trying to see it for the last like month and now it's just But like, you just could never get out to do it. Oh, um, no, but you're you're right. Actually, <laughs> we just <laughs> couldn't get to it. Uh, and then um, and now it's I think almost out of theaters. So I'm just gonna watch it when it comes out on Blu-ray. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, I've heard it's only great. thing I know about it. There's a scene where a guy runs. It was a meme for one day. Yeah, I did right. not understand it. Yeah, um, but yeah, I hear great things. It's an original horror film which is great. We need more we need more great horror. Is this the I first mean, movie that huge... we've even mentioned that's like completely original? Yes. So far wow. we've had Guardians of the Galaxy, we've had a sequel, a sequel, a sequel, a sequel prequel and a remake. And now we're on Get Out. Um wow. So yeah, this is uh, it's Get Out. I wish I could talk more about it. I wish I had it's, seen it. It's it's a good thing that we can't though cuz I don't know anything about it. In other words, it's a, it's an actual original idea. 
Yeah. Until we see it and we're like, oh, it's like all the other horror movies. <laughs> no, <laughs> apparently it's very original in concept. Really? Uh, and I like that a lot. It's it's great stuff. Um, I hope I get to see it very soon. Uh, next up, Beauty and the Beast. I saw it. The first one. Oh, I saw it too in 1991. I wasn't alive in 1991. But I'm making a point to yeah. say that it, this is an exact copy uh, that no one needed, but apparently everyone wanted for some reason because it made a lot of money. And that makes me so sad. Yeah. I, mean, I, do I think just want to see interesting, like thing. making cartoons Dude, into live action. It's such a good movie already. I know. Why would anyone? <laughs> Come on. You don't have to ask that question. This is my. Th- you know why. This they is do it. the. I wasn't going to directly address the whole remake thing, but, and apparently this is also doing very well overseas because I think, um, yeah, it's for guys to take their girlfriends to, I think the concept is that like a lot of, that doesn't mean I'm not excited about watching it because, uh, William has a girlfriend. Um, (laughs) sorry, ladies, he's taken, uh, but yeah, I just stop Disney, stop it. Um, next up, another Emma Watson film, The Circle. Apparently, it is very bad. Oh. <laughs> it also has Tom Hanks, which is it's weird for a Tom. I Hanks I thought this movie. whole time it was a remake of The Lion King. <laughs> Why don't they do it? They're, they are doing a live action Lion. They are King, doing a live action, Lion which King. doesn't really make sense because it's just weirdly what that means is better animation, three D animation, yeah. But, I mean, I have to say the cast looks good. That's the thing about these dang Disney movies. They're, they're good. The cast is the casting is always really good. It was like the Jungle Book. I was I was mad about it because I was like, I, I never really even remember watching it that much as a kid, but why do you have to do that? And then I saw it with my friends, and, and I was, was like... It was good. It was a good movie. It's really good. But I, I did not see Beauty and the Beast Apparently because... it made more sense <laughs> than, the, than the cartoon one. Maybe. I don't remember I don't it. I don't remember it at all. But I, di- I didn't see Beauty and the Beast out of spite because I don't want to support that pointless of a remake. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know if I'm going to see Lion King when it comes out because I love the cast. I love Donald Glover. Love Donald Glover. Love him. And he's playing Simba, which is a genius casting choice. And I love John Favreau, who's directing it, who did the Jungle Book. It's pronounced Favreau? Yes. I thought it was Favreau. It, I'm pretty sure it's Favreau, but it's up to it's up to anyone. It's up to you. I don't know which put to put the emphasis on. <laughs> um, but a, a great example of how pointless some of these remakes are. James Earl Jones is gonna be Simba, or uh, is gonna be Mufasa <laughs> again. Oh, he was in the first one. Yeah, like well. we get that it's an iconic voice. But what's the point if you're not gonna do, if you're just doing the same thing again? What's the point? But again, the casting's great. The Beauty and the Beast casting. Every casting announcement that they announced, loved it. <laughs> but I'm not gonna go see it. I, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm but... ever gonna see it. If you see it, go to the Dollar Theater because that way Disney gets minimal money. Um, Come on, sorry Matthew. Disney. You, you love Disney. Look, I like it. I love Disney when they're doing good stuff. But I just don't support these. Think of all the these kids dumb remakes that have smiles on their faces because of this movie. They would have just as many smiles if Disney funded an original idea that was, but not as many smiles as, as the. I was going to make a joke about corporate people making money. That's but. true. 
Um, I, again, I and maybe this is the filmmaker trying to cover my bases so that I can make like a Rocketeer sequel or something in the future with Disney. <laughs> I Why like can't... Disney when they're doing good stuff, <laughs> but I just don't think they're doing good stuff right now. Sorry. Anyway. Why can't we just have original movies and socialism? <laughs> Let's talk about the circle. Millennials. Real quick. Uh, it looks like a feature. Oh yeah, because all we did was yeah. talk about. <laughs> it looks like a feature-length uh, Black Mirror episode with Emma Watson and Tom Hanks and John Boyega, who I love as well. And um, this was the one you said didn't do well, though, right? Yes. Apparently, it's just not very good. Yeah, I, I actually think I saw. A trailer for this one, or at least something. it didn't look great. Was to there me. another movie with John Boyega in it that came out recently? Um, or is coming out? Yes, I think you're thinking of uh, Star Wars Episode Eight. <laughs> was he? Oh, that's was the it one. When he was in the chamber, like asleep? no, it was a different one. Oh, okay. No, he's 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 in a couple movies coming up. He's in um, he's in Empire Dreams, which came out recently, which I have not watched. Um. Which is not about the Star Wars Empire, <laughs> I should clarify. Uh, but he's also in a Catherine Bigelow movie. Catherine Bigelow, who directed Point Break. And we're bringing it full around. circle. We're bringing it around full, full circle. circle. Full circle. The circle. That was ultimate. Yeah. That was ultimate full circle circleness. <laughs> is that a good way to end this, or are we going to talk um, about the next Pirates of the Caribbean? No, this is not Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, this is that that's what I thought that was, but it's not. No, this is uh hey, look at this. This is a Bollywood movie. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a sequel, it looks like. I don't know anything about it though, so we're we're probably just gonna skip it. Right? Right. We'll talk about ten sure. movies and then we'll get to William Potter. Um next up, Thor Ragnarok. We can talk about the upcoming Marvel movie the other upcoming Marvel movie that I'm very excited about as well. So Thor Ragnarok is yeah. the third in the Thor trilogy and a new addition to the marvel cinematic universe and it looks great from the teaser trailer now yeah the avengers movies are, are like the few ones where i'm like just keep making them i love it i agree except because they're making really good choices with them they're hiring great directors like james gunn and yeah. uh taika watiti who is doing this one who is one of my favorite directors he did what we do in the shadows which you watched oh um wait he's doing this movie he's doing this movie that'll be interesting yeah He's really great. He did another movie called Hunt for the Wilder People, which was really cute, and I liked it a lot. Um, it, it had been hyped for me a little bit, so I was a little disappointed, but it was really good still. Uh, I love everything that's happening with this movie. <laughs> so I, I mean, I love the Jeff first. Jeff Goldblum's in I've it. Actually have not seen, I still have not seen the second Thor movie. Really? Which I you can probably good. skip it. Nah, it's, it's fine. The thing about Marvel movies is that, in my opinion... And I think a lot of other people's opinions, none of their movies are bad so far. The the actual Marvel Cinematic Universe, not including But not all of them are fantastic. like X Men and stuff. But not all of them are top notch. They are but the worst ones are at least like good ish. Like watchable. And that's the thing. Enjoyable. This is something Matthew and I disagree on is is Civil War, I thought was one of those. Okay. Like it, I want really cool battle scene, but the thing is, and this can go into what we're talking about next, uh I enjoyed it the first time I watched it, and then I went back and watched it again. First time I watched it with my dad, and yeah. then the second time I watched it with my mom, which is how most Marvel movies go. <laughs> um, and the second time, I found myself just not bored in the first half, but just waiting to see Spider-Man. Yeah. 
And he's not even really in that much of it. He's, what he's in is great. But he is the best thing about the movie. <laughs> Which brings us to... Honestly, though... Oh, yeah, sorry. Well, well, you, go ahead. What, what are you going to say? Honestly, though, since I already knew about it, I was almost more happy to see Ant-Man show up. Okay. But then afterwards, I was like, well... Ant-Man's... kind of just there. The thing that happens with Ant-Man is fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was that was really cool. Yes. There's just... There's way too much going on in that movie. Okay. And I feel like... It's hey, okay to have so much going on because they opinions, did that in the first one. All opinions are valid. Yeah. And I don't even like criticizing movies that much. Because yeah. I know that the new Star Wars movies are being highly criticized and that's to be expected. It's Star mm-hmm. Wars. But I still I still love them. It, like, sure. it's, I, can't, I can't shake the nostalgia feels and just like the coolness of new sci-fi. But for me with Avengers, it was like, you know... I've always liked superheroes as much as any other kid, but like I, I never really, really was like super into them or reading comic books or anything. So for me, the Mar the Marvel movies are just like, oh, they're they're really cool movies. Sure. There's there's not a whole lot of nostalgia for me. So if like, it's not good, I just don't enjoy it. Okay. Um, but yeah, this whole Spider-Man, I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> back to Spider Man, uh, which brings us to Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, uh, yeah. Which, uh, this is another Spider-Man movie. <laughs> We've had a lot of them. Uh, we don't have to be a, another group of people to mention that it's the third yeah. reboot. Or second reboot. Second re- third, The third version yeah. of the character in, like, it's been like 15 years. Yeah. The first one came out in 2001. I thought it was 2002. Two. Yeah, it's 2002. 2002. Um, the, the same year that VeggieTales Jonah came out. That's a deep cut. <laughs> That's a very deep cut. I only saw one of those in uh, theaters. Okay. <laughs> um, I for those who have the for those of you who don't know, I love Spider Man, and this the Tom Holland Spider Man is my favorite so far, just from what I've seen in Civil War and the uh, the trailer. Mm-hmm. I've only watched the first trailer. I have a rule of only watching one trailer oh, because man. then everything is ruined. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Especially for this particular movie because yeah. apparently <laughs> everything was revealed in the second trailer. So I'm yeah. very glad I had this I rule. Don't watch it. Okay. It's exciting, yeah, I, but I, after I, I watched not. it, I was like, you don't every have to single tell me thing, not to watch I was it. like, oh shoot, I wish I had just seen that. Yeah. But again, from what I've seen... It's my love, side note. I love Tom Holland. If you so haven't much. watched the movie Arrival, please don't watch any of the any of the trailers. Okay. Have you seen I it? Have, yeah. You have seen it. This is to anybody who hasn't. And this is totally random. I'm just speaking of trailers like Does the trailer I watched spoiler? It. Spoil it? The teaser trailer doesn't. The trailers it doesn't really spoil like plot points, but there's so many things that like Okay. If you had seen it for the first time when it happens, you're so surprised. Okay. And every single moment around well, the corner. Well, William, that oh. came out last year. And it was this like, is a 2017 movie review or preview is what I meant to okay. say. Okay. And we're talking about Spider-Man. I'm very excited. Wait, I'm glad Tobey Maguire is back. <laughs> Please let him come back. <laughs> I don't care if he cries twice as much. I'll Look, back. I really love Tobey. Nah, I, I, I love but Tom Holland too. Tom Holland is doing such a good job. <laughs> What do you think of young Aunt May, though? Uh, I like Marissa Tomei a lot. I think it I makes sense. I think it's sense. like a little weird, but... Yeah, the fact that Tony Stark kept talking about how attractive he well, was Well, that's the thing. Her. The idea, I think, is to have that as a thing Yeah, going on in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... 
in the new Marvel franchise. Thing, Aunt, Aunt May has also has always been Tony Stark becomes Peter Parker's dad. <laughs> I mean, Uncle Dad. Yeah, there we go. Um, we that's because the thing, screw you, always... we're Marvel, and you're gonna watch it talk? anyway. Can I talk, William? No. <laughs> <laughs> Aunt May has always been uh, an older lady. Ant Man's always been an older lady. <laughs> you realize you just said Ant Man has always been an older lady. I think I said Ant May. You said Ant Man. Shoot. <laughs> Sorry, Paul Rudd. <laughs> um, although Michael Douglas is an older I am lady. Ant <laughs> May has always been an older lady. Ant May has always been someone with the ability to shrink to the size of an ant. Ant May has always been an older lady. But this is the youngest uh, Peter Parker we've seen so far on film. Yes, which makes sense because... And therefore, it's totally okay for this to be the youngest... Aunt May, yeah. Aunt May. I did think that made total sense. Yeah. So I was okay with I'm it. I'm cool with it. But it's just weird because... And again, Aunt May is supposed Tome's to be great. sweet little lady with the, with, the, with the gray hair in the bun. Maybe someday, maybe these movies will go long enough that we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm very excited for that. Uh, let's see what else. What else? We can just kind of go through some more highlights. Logan was great. Watched it. It was great. Um, we don't have to talk about Star Wars, but the teaser trailer looks great, and it is the only trailer that I'm going to watch, William. It is a great trailer. I loved the uh, the last one, the uh, Star Wars Beyond. Never mind. Uh, Baywatch is uh also happening it's one uh, it's it's a, an hour and a half it's just one shot of a bay and you get to watch it <laughs> uh pirates of the caribbean dead man tell no tales yes <laughs> i love the first i even love the third one i did not i think i got so bored of it that i left <laughs> i thought there was i well i love might be a strong word i really love the first one i actually do really love the second one I, I do too. And I quite like the third one. And I don't remember the fourth one. I never watched at it. At all. I actually do I like the, the trailers for this one. one. It, it looks it looks it looks fun. I watched the fourth one. They made a joke about ankles being promiscuous and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I watched the, the fourth one with like thirteen friends. I like got a whole group together. The very first one? The like, third one. Oh the third one. No, the the fourth one. The fourth one. Yeah. The fifth one. <laughs> the fifth one, yes. I'll go see it, because I like the other ones. Uh, I like Jack Sparrow. And I, I, but if they had gotten like a bad director, I would not be that interested. But these two directors made a movie called Contiki, which I have not seen, but it is apparently quite good. The Boss Baby. That's an original movie. <laughs> the Boss Baby is an original movie. Kong Skull Island. <laughs> You're just like not going to... I'm not going to talk about it. It looks like a movie, uh, roughly... Um, <laughs> Kong Skull Island. I saw it. Uh, Thoughts on Boss Baby? It might be a movie. It might be a movie. Um, Kong Skull Island. Eh. I saw it with Ben, our friend Ben Johnson. Uh, shout out to Ben. And um, neither of us liked it. My mom was also there, and she didn't love it. And our friend James was there, and he he did love it, but. Uh, Ben and I have a more uh, objective point of view, I guess. Unforgettable. And it was not great. Totally forgot it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Justice League. Uh, eh. Ghost in the Shell. 
that happened. Uh, skip ahead. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Speaking of King Arthur's court. This is the one where they have the cards and it's Dan Radcliffe. It is. It is. Uh, no, you see it. Three. A um, Dog's Purpose. A Dog's Purpose. Which is a sequel to Garfield. Uh-huh. Transformers. Uh gifted looks good it's already out i gotta i'm probably gonna see it oh okay about transformers real quick okay. i never cared to see the fourth one i thought the third one was stupid uh but you have to admit if you've seen like the advertisements where they have the kids with optimus prime's voice on facebook eh. it's great i think it's great i just know that trailers have looked good in the past <laughs> Oh, I, I think the trailers that actually show the movie look stupid. Okay. I'm talking about th- these little advertisements. Have you seen these? Maybe. They get little kids and, to, and they ask them. Can you tell them, I'm not at all interested in what you're saying? <laughs> you can keep going because someone might be interested. But we do have to Matthew, get you haven't on said to get out one. to me seriously, but I basically just heard it. <laughs> what were you saying? You, you can continue about whatever you were talking about. <laughs> they get little kids and ask them, like, what are Transformers? And they... And little kids speak, try okay. to describe what Transformers are. But then they take that dialogue and they dub it with Peter Cullen's okay. voice. That's, that's pretty good. It's actually hilarious. Okay. Um, uh, Wonder Woman, Power Rangers. The Dark Tower, another Stephen King film, which I am interested in. All right. We can stop. Oh, our, we the can Dark stop Power. Here. I thought that one was pronounced IT. <laughs> Okay, we can stop here. Yeah. Uh, so, William, what do you think of this summer for movies in general? Pumped. We didn't go over a whole lot of them. There's a Blade Runner sequel. There's uh, other stuff. Uh, and and things. Other things. But we've got something more important to talk about, William. Yes. It is time for the conclusion of William Potter. Theme song. William Potter. William Potter. William Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert! That was actually a very appropriate uh, spoiler alert tone from your (laughs) vocoder. Uh, if you have not seen or read the entirety of the <laughs> Harry Potter franchise, excluding uh, the play that takes place way later that came out like sure. last, ex- if you have not read all seven books of Harry Potter or seen all eight movies of Harry Potter, stop now or forever hold your peace. Because we're about to I spoil, <laughs> we're about to spoil everything. Final chance, William. This was such an emotional ride. I know this was a big one. Um, and we're gonna. You could tell I wasn't into it. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to spend some time on this one. I think. Possibly, it this might be normal be, time. Maybe I have a lot to say about it. But that's not the point, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> uh, William, we just watched Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part, part two. 2. Yeah. What oh, man. did you think? 
I, I'm having trouble actually remembering what happened at the very beginning. Very beginning. Open on Dumbledore's tomb. Still looks bad. It's very CGI tomb. Uh, And then we just see the end of the last movie. Bad guy man has the wand. It's terrible. (laughs) Bad guy man? Bad guy man. Okay. Bald guy man, if you will. Sure. Um, Then cut to Dobby's grave. He is still dead. Harry is looking into his little shard of glass. And he sees a flash of Be someone who looks like turns. Dumbledore. I wonder what happens. Interior. <laughs> Be careful before... Beach house. Day. I was going to say, don't let this turn into just surviving the Clone Wars, but with <laughs> Harry Potter. But now you're just like... I'm reading the script here. <laughs> yeah. Um... Luna Lovegood stares at chimes. <laughs> no, okay, so um, there's... They we'll have one about. of the Horcruxes. No, not the Horror. The Horcrux Destroyer. They have the sword. Yes, they have the sword of Godric Gryffindor. And um, they're at the safe house place. Yes. <laughs> they talk to Warwick Davis, Griphook, I, I believe is his name. Yeah. And um he's like, We gotta go break to into Crazy Lady's house. <laughs> Bellatrix's vault. Yeah. And then go to John Hurt, rest in peace. And he says, uh, (laughs) the Elder Wand is real. And then Harry's like, and Voldemort has it. Uh, And and then John Hurt says something ominous. Uh, But now we're getting into their plan. (laughs) Uh, And this is kind of our our big opening uh, adventure to kick off the film. Hermione has a hair from Bellatrix. And she I was actually confused. Yes. Because I I knew that she wasn't. It helps there, if you watch these two back to back. Which we didn't do, so No. There was um, I think a month in between. But she didn't or so. It was just the actress that played Bellatrix. Yeah. That was right there. For some reason I didn't recognize her at first mm-hmm. and I was just like, Who is this character? Yeah. It's um, Bellatrix, but it's Hermione. Yeah. And then Ron has a fake beard that I forgot about the I've spell. I've never too. known how Ron has gotten that fake beard. Did they cut his brother's hair? <laughs> Played by Donald Gleason. It looked um, very real. It did look pretty real. Yeah. Maybe he just grew it out. Anyway, they apparate over to uh, the bank. I don't know, but they, they need to, to get to her lair. They're going to Wizard Bank. It's not her lair. It's just a, a vault that she has at the bank. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. I thought it was like specifically. No. I don't know. Um. That vault, that was very that was very interesting with every piece of treasure that you touch multiplies. Yes. And he has to climb them up to get to the horror crux. Yeah. And it's just filling with the stuff. I've always thought, like, is that... How does that work? Do they maintain their value? Because if all these, like, gold pieces are multiplying, couldn't you just multiply gold <laughs> and have unlimited money? Yeah. What, did she do that? I don't know how that works. Hmm. Before we get into whether that's a plot hole or not. Um, I don't think it's a plot hole. It's just like a, you know. What a way to go. Drowning in forever spawning gold. Yeah. Not that any of them go. But the dwarf. Uh, goblin. Goblin. Excuse my language. <laughs> uh, the, the goblin turns out to be a baddie. Yeah. Well, he just. They're he just wanted just the sword, for, right? 
Yes, Griphook wanted the sword. They ride the Dagron out of there. I I believe your verbal dyslexia is acting up again, (laughs) William. It's dragon. Okay. Um, (laughs) There was a dragon that was... It was finally... I finally got to see what the dragon is uh, from Universal. It was... And that was a fun sequence. All the Universal flashbacks came to me, like... I uh, wish we were going into more detail, I'll, I'll be honest. Well, well, here's the thing about it is that I remember so much about the exciting final battle and everything okay. leading up to it. I, for for some reason, I Your was having a little trouble. Your brain doesn't have enough room uh, yeah. for the rest of it. I was having a little bit of trouble getting like refocused into it. Okay. And I think it had to do with the fact that like it was like coming off of the second, the 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 first part. Right. And so I was kind of trying to readjust to like everything that happened. Yeah. And, Moving forward. That happened. Ben and I saw uh, our friend Ben, Ben Johnson. Shout out to Ben. Yeah. Uh, our, he and I went to see this in IMAX a little bit ago. Wow. When it was, the whole series was re-released before Dang it. Fantastic Beasts. I wish I had seen some of it. Well, we would have had to do like three episodes. <laughs> well, I would have loved just to row. see some of the ones I already watched in IMAX. Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, the the only one that we could make it to was was the last this one. one. Yeah. And uh and which I specifically wanted to go to this one because this is the biggest one. This was like the, yeah. the most action packed. It's no just kidding. a it's a, quite literally a big finale. Um it's got amazing things. It's got a thinned out Neville. Uh-huh. It's got the, the Hermione and Rupert and Grint because for some reason Ron Weasley didn't come to me just then. Uh-huh. They 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 finally kiss. Yeah. And those are the only parts I remember. <laughs> yeah, but we saw I'm it. Kidding. And I, it was weird because I, I, I had seen, even after having seen all the movies, including that one, I think twice at that point at least, it was still hard to kind of catch up. Yeah. Um, just because we it was out of context. It's really when Harry Potter returned. Yes. Uh, to the to Hogwarts is they when I was to, really focused. Yeah. Started focusing in. They go to Hogsmeade. Um, well, they have they have a Horcrux from the vault. Yeah, and that was the tiara thing, right? No, that was the a little goblet. Oh, the tiara was from the, was the little the cup. Um, yeah. And they, I hope this is exciting. Just me <laughs> saying, and then they do this, and then they do this. <laughs> or we could just talk about like the big the big parts that we liked. Yeah, because that's usually what we do. I, I mean, mean, this is this is for people who have seen it. Yeah, you know um, what happens. Um, but I do like to kind of track along. I for this one for some reason I want to track along with it. Okay. Just like just kind of covering things. They go to they meet Aberforth, Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah, Dumbledore's his brother. brother. Yeah. Um, that was cool. He's a cool guy. Uh, thinned out Neville sneaks him into. Yep. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh. Snape, old snappers. Old snappers had had all the kids lined up, and it's all depressing and dark, mm-hmm. dank. Yep. Uh, but then Harry's like, "I'm Harry Potter. Take that, snappers!" <laughs> and then everybody's like, "Ah!" And I love the character. That's one. That's one thing I wanted to talk about: the character work in this movie, just the character detail. Like, there's yeah. not a. I mean, there is a good bit that happens to the characters, but like. It's mainly an external conflict throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Um, but just get they get the details right for the characters, like when Snape 
pulls out his wand to attack Harry, McGonagall steps in. Yeah. And I loved that so much. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then like she Honestly, she I think she was one of my favorite first. parts of this movie. Yeah. She's yeah. great. Um and then uh when when Voldemort whispers into everyone's ear Ugh. and everybody was screaming and then the Slytherin girl is like, "Well, what are you waiting for? Grab him." And then Jenny jumps out to defend him. Yes. That was so I love that. They just get those little details of who would... I love that he and Jenny stayed together. Yeah. Because for I don't know why, but for some reason I had it in my head that he wound up with Cho. I and I think I, I thought that someone had like spoiled that online for me, hmm. but I wonder if that was just some like somebody's weird fan fiction or something. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No. I like it. I like it too. It's I think every character choice makes sense. Like every the the way all the characters end yeah it makes a lot of sense um do you want to talk about who dies uh a half the school <laughs> <laughs> yeah um well let's see we'll start out um dobby died early on and then this time around i believe the first death was fred Oh yeah, the yeah. um one of the twins. That's so sad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> gosh. And the uh the professor that uh with the mustache. Lupin and his Which, wife. For, yeah. Tonks. I saw them and for some reason when I see him, for some reason I always think it's Mr. Weasley at, <laughs> at, at, at first. So I was like, not the Weasley's parents too. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> but I was weird. so sad. Yeah. That's But didn't man. he wait, didn't Mr. Weasley die in the previous one? Mm He's still alive. Yeah, I think you were confused about this in the last episode as well. <laughs> no, he's he's uh, alive. He's around. Who else died? I think. Now I'm questioning it. Harry Potter died. Because I don't even recall w- seeing... Didn't. I don't even recall seeing Mr. Weasley in this battle. He didn't die, though. But he wasn't there. I thought he died. He was there. He had to have been there. I'm sorry for everyone who's listening to this who knows. <laughs> Let's move on. It's yeah. fine. I'll figure it out later. Oh um, my gosh. Let's talk about Harry um Harry like part is a of his crux. Yeah, part of Voldemort's sore is within him, which I knew that they were connected on a deeper level than they were than they were revealing. Yeah. Like that part that part like even so much to where like the fact that he's a horcrux well, like I didn't really see that. Are coming. you still pronouncing it Horacrux? Yes, the fact that he was a Horcrux. There you go. Um, like that did surprise me quite a bit. Yeah, but for some reason, the fact that part of Voldemort's soul within was within him did not. Hmm. Which, the fact that it is makes him a Horacrux, which makes that not surprising. I don't know. I guess that that connection was weird with me. Okay, but um. But yeah, I was like, that that makes, it makes total sense. Yeah. But it's still, it gives you chills. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, and it it just reveals everything. Like, that's why they can, their minds, like, they can communicate like that. Yeah, man. Ah. I really thought that he was going to die for good. Yeah. And when he sacrificed himself. And then he goes into that. Train heaven. Weird, yeah. Train heaven. And then Dumbledore and just says wise things. I know. That's it. His whole thing in this movie is just saying wise things. And also a flashback, which we'll get to. And also, it's it was so crazy because, like, 
this whole time like like Snape is a bad guy now. Snape's a bad guy. Yeah. But then there was always this part of me that's just like you were hoping. I want. I want to get to that in a minute. I want to get to that okay. in a minute. But the weird part about this is like when when Harry has that flashback yeah. and he discovers everything. Well, let's get to it in a minute. But but I can't say what I'm gonna say. Let's get to it in a minute. Okay, then what are we talking about? I wanna, I wanna just weird talk bloody about the rest. Just fetus kind of what? Well, weird bloody fetus Voldemort is a weird thing. Yeah. Um, was that the part of his soul that was within Harry Potter I that was dying? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Uh, Lavender Brown, I believe, was her name. Died. That was the girl who liked Ron. Bet you didn't notice that one. Nope. You remember when the. Uh, the weird like vampire werewolf guy was sucking on the girl's neck. Oh, that was her. That was her. I, I knew that. that, I that was it's so that sad. Was like, I that thought always, it was not even remembering who it sad. was. I thought yeah. it was sad. It was just like, ah, yeah, that's always really sad to me. These are kids movies somehow. These are, well, that's the thing. It starts out kids movies, but then it grows up. That's what makes these movies great is they grow up with their audience. Very interesting. It's so dark. <laughs> they grow up with the audience and they grow up with the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just touched feet just then. You don't have to tell the audience that. They, I think they needed to know. <laughs> I'm crossing my legs a different way now. <laughs> um, the whole battle. Let's just talk about that. Let's just talk about the whole battle of Hogwarts. The battle of all the spells of which... The spells are just flashes of yes. electro bolts unless you say something. They, I noticed that about this movie. If you yes. don't say anything, it's just a rando bolt of yeah. magic. But if you say something, it does something specific. It's um, I think it's explained somewhere that... It's you, the standard spell. You, well, you're saying the spell in your mind. And the simpler the smell... <laughs> <laughs> the simpler the spell, it easier the easier it is to actually say it without... Something tells me you wouldn't be very good at it. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, there were some great effects, I thought. I mentioned, yeah, like, practical explosions to you, and you thought I was kidding. But no, I, there are great practical explosions. That's something I think these movies do really well, is mixing practical effects with digital effects. Yeah. They, they something I thought they did sets. very well in The Phantom Menace. I and agree. no one recognizes it. Yeah, what's up with that? Um, speaking of the Phantom the fact Menace, it's not a great movie. Has to do with speaking it. of the Phantom Menace, uh, the teachers all do the force field. Oh yeah, it reminded me of the Gungan force field. Yeah, um, <laughs> I couldn't help it when that started happening. I said, "Starting up a shield." <laughs> there was another great McGonagall moment where she pulled down the. Stone yeah. Knights, and she was like, I always wanted to do that spell. <laughs> She's great. Yeah. I, I, there's more to talk about. They, the Ron and Hermione go down to the Basilisk lair, to the Chamber of yeah, Secrets. To get another toothy. To get another toothy, and they destroy the goblets. Not the Goblet of Fire, yeah. but the little the Horcrux goblet. Uh, and the water thing. And then the water thing, and then they kiss. Yay! Yay! They're together officially. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then, geez, what else happens? There's so much that happens. Oh my gosh. This is our famous segment. What else happens? <laughs> um, I want to talk about more before we get to it. <laughs> oh, the the um getting the the crown Horcrux. Yes, that's right. The diadem. 
Yeah, and Rowena Ravenclaw's diadem. Malfoy being there with his right annoying squad. Kelly McDonald cameo as uh, Helena Ravenclaw. She's a oh yeah. She's an actress. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Then they go to the the room of requirement. Here's something I don't get about the room of requirement. Okay. Does it have just like this default setting where they go store everything? Because like yeah, it can be whatever you want. But then whenever they go into it, when they don't have anything specific, I guess, it's just this attic <laughs> for for Hogwarts where there's just like storing whatever junk, picture frames. There's a lot of picture frames in there, chairs. Was it different this time? I Well, it's, it's they, that's where they hid, what was it? In, in uh, the f- sixth one, that's where Harry and Ginny hey. kissed for the first time. Oh, yeah. They and they they threw something away or something. I don't remember. Ginny had to go hide something. I can't even remember remember what it, it was. It did seem like there was more stuff in the room. Yeah. But somehow it took quicker for him to find it. It's but like, it's like, I I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that scene though. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh! With the f- very CGI flames this time. <laughs> sure. That were that were chasing him around. Uh-huh. That was intense. Uh. And then it was either Crab or Goyle, and then neither Crab or Goyle. I have no idea what you're talking about. The His friends. Oh. Because <laughs> it was... Some people might not know this. Uh, the, I can never remember their names. doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it matters to like super Malfoy's fans who know their... to the little squad yeah. boys. Um, of which one is very different now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what happened in real life is one of them got arrested. Oh. And so the producers were just like, okay, you just don't have to be in the movie. I think that's my biggest complaint about the movie is that it, it's not like the main trio chasing the yeah. main trio. That really bugs me. And I get that they didn't want to. But those two characters really aren't as important as just Malfoy himself. I agree, but it would have been so much better, I think, that scene, if it were Crab and Goyle. Even so, it didn't, that didn't change the... Uh, yeah. The whole weight of like them going back to save Malfoy yeah. and his friends, sure. despite everything. Um, Is there something else we're missing? I mean, I think I think at this point, like they had destroyed the, like the last two that they that they got that they like knew about, except for the well, except for Harry himself. Yeah. And what was the other one? The snake. That's right. Yeah. This at, at this point, I think it was just like. Voldemort had reached out to Harry and told him to confront him alone or yeah. he going to kill everybody. William, I think it's time to talk about that moment. Yes. We've covered everything else, which I wanted to cover before we got to this biggest moment ever yeah. in all of cinema history. That's an exaggeration, but it is a really big, important oh my moment gosh. For, for, for film history. I was surprised how quickly that face-off went. Until later, when it wasn't the final face-off. I guess we all. should say, uh, well, what are you talking about? When he first meets him in the in the the forest. Oh, but oh man, we haven't even talked about like we're talking about Snape. Oh well, yeah, yeah, Snape. Oh my gosh, uh, I'm jumping ahead now. <laughs> yeah, Snape. Uh, Snape. It's been what a roller coaster ride it's been with Professor Severus Snappers Snape and. Voldemort 
uh, commands his snake to kill him. I know. And then Harry rushes in and he collects his tears to to use in the the pool thing that you stick your head into. Yes. And then you just if you feel so much it about how everything. So much. And he was working for Dumbledore the whole time. I know. Dumbledore. He was good. I know. He, he was, was good. good. He was good. <laughs> he, he sacrificed like everything. Like, oh my gosh. This is a big exciting moment for you. Yes. <laughs> he was good. He was good the whole time. Oh my word. Um, I know for a fact that listeners who have who who have had this knowledge have been just waiting on the edge of their seat yeah. for uh for you to <laughs> get to this. And by listeners, I mean my sister-in-law, Lauren. <laughs> um oh my gosh. For for a second I was a little confused cuz I was like, wait, this makes Dumbledore seem kind of bad because like he knows Harry Potter has to die. Well, that's the thing, he kind of is. Yeah, he but, kind of is in a way. But he's he's doing what he has to. He's doing what he has to and um I think what makes it great and we can talk about Snape a little bit more but I I think what makes his motivations pure uh is the fact that he lets he he definitely still cares about Harry. Yeah. Which of course we see in the train heaven. <laughs> but he knows what has to but happen. But he also gives him the resurrection stone. Oh. Uh, which he brings himself back to life with. I was a little confused about that. I don't think he used that. I think he just was able to go back. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, Snape. Let's just keep talking about Snape. Oh my word! Um, <laughs> what I, what was this? Start. What was this reveal? Let's talk about what happened in this reveal and how you felt about all of it. First off. Oh yeah, his past with like well, being totally in love. First with... off, he says, "Take the tears, take the tears." Yeah, and then says, "Look at me." You have your mother's eyes. Yes. And that was the first little hint. There was. What were you feeling at that point, William? There was a small part of me that was like, is he his real dad? <laughs> but definitely not. Yeah. There is a family resemblance. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then yeah. he goes into, uh, what's it called? The, the pensive, I believe it's called. Yeah. And he just Which sees is all of his past and the flashback bowl. <laughs> flashback bowl. Um yeah, Snape totally crushing on his mom. Yeah. Uh some really good digital de aging effects on Alan yeah. Rickman. It actually looked really good. Yeah. For for I thought it was just makeup. No one ever no, because they had to like like bring in his skin a little bit huh. and like they made his nose a little smaller. I guess they used some of that Voldemort technique to, oh <laughs> to make his nose smaller well, that's just makeup they made him a little thinner i think yeah we just gazed into each other's <laughs> eyes <laughs> what's going on this attention. episode <laughs> i wasn't i was I, I wasn't even aware that i was looking into yeah no, it doesn't matter like, so you do have your mother's yeah. eyes i do actually <laughs> <laughs> um it's kind of weird because you could tell how much snape actually did care about harry mm-hmm but really, it was just because he cared about his mom so much. Yeah. Um, it's a weird dynamic. And yeah. It's but so, it works. It's so good. It's it's, a, it's an original dynamic. It's not yeah. like drawing from... Because like it could have been that Snape was Harry's real father. That would have been an option for J.K. Rowling to write it that way. 
Yeah. But she didn't, and she she took, yes, a little bit more of a complex way of doing it, but that makes the character's motivation more complex, and yeah. I think that's good. But, yeah, that, that reveal in the same, the same one is, like, just Harry has, like, the only way to defeat yeah. the Voldemort, Harry has to die. Harry has to die. It's all right there. <laughs> and then he decides, like, it's what I got to do, and he goes out alone. And I thought that was going to be, like, the final face-off. Mm. And so when he just stands there and Voldemort zaps him, I was like, oh, no. What now? No, because he has to die in order for Voldemort to die. Yeah, but I knew that, like, he had... I almost said the Infinity Stone. Yes, that's different the thing. he had the, he had the Resurrection Stone with him, so I was like, I know he's not gonna die or like something's gonna happen. Yeah, and then he gets transported. Well, do you want to talk about the resu- the the Resurrection Stone scene real quick, where his family is ghosts? Oh yeah, that's what it was for. All of his family and plus a few. Yeah, that had bring died. back he it it brings yeah. back your loved ones. So his parents were there. Sirius Black was there, but they weren't. That's what uh, that's Lupin what the resurrection stone does. Yeah, I thought it brought you back to life. Mm-mm. Oh, never mind. Well, that explains that. So it didn't literally bring them back. Yeah, but, um, brought them all there with him. And there was, that was a great. Big moment. Yeah, it's so it's so good. It's so touching. I remember they appeared and you gasped a little bit. That's one of the great things about watching movies with you. You have audible reactions. I I it's don't great. remember gasping, but um, I'm it's sure just I a do. little bit of something. Just a little bit. Just like a <gasps> no wonderment. In fact, during the reveal of Snape, you said, "Is he good? Please tell me he's good." <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that specifically. Yeah. But yeah, that and uh, there's I th- a lot of thinking going on. I know it's it's a lot to take. Like in. I've said several times, I never have been able to get to. Uh, <laughs> I thought this was like the final face-off, yeah. and then suddenly, like he's dead. Mm-hmm. It's like. Okay, this isn't the end. And he goes to train heaven. And he goes to train heaven. Where he meets Dumbledore. And he meets Gandalf the White. (laughs) And then there's the weird Voldemort fetus looking thing Mm -hmm. that's all bloody and dying underneath one of the seats. Great practical effect, too. That was a puppet, I think. Wait, really? Yeah. I thought it was CGI. I don't think. It looked completely real. I don't know, but it was. They it was might gross. have used the same dummy that they used for pre Rafe Fiennes Voldemort in Goblet of Fire. Huh. You remember they had the little the little baby Voldemort that they dumped into the cauldron? Maybe. I think that was possibly the same. Just put some old bloody stuff on it because it's dying. Yeah. So why was Harry able to go back, though? I don't know. Maybe it was that it didn't actually kill him possibly but he I'm just sure, killed the part of his of Voldemort's soul that was in yeah because it's um but i'm sure in the books it's more fleshed out yeah but it it has always been a little confusing but it's something i'm willing to just accept as a thing that happens now it was malfoy's mother yes. that had gone to check and lied about him being dead yes so and i like that yeah She's always I, I had a little bit of was, good in her, I think. Well, all of the Malfoys. Yeah. Not his father. His father's pretty yeah. bad. But, um, his father just ends up being more of a coward. Which, so in this yeah. case, is good. I'm okay with him being a coward yeah. because well, <laughs> he's a bad guy. So if he was not a coward, he could have killed somebody. True. 
So yeah, they 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 bring him back, and Voldemort's like, "I'm in charge now." Yes. Step four. Harry Potter is dead. <laughs> That's all of his henchmen. Impeccable. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh! Best performance from Ray Fiennes in this scene, I think. As Voldemort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Incredible. That was it's great. And he, then he, he asked he asked people to step forth. He Draco, that little turd, steps forth, the coward <laughs> that he is. Although you do see him being good at that. Well, end. he wants to. I think he has good in him. Yeah. And I think the only reason he went was because his parents were there. And it's like, I think it's relatively okay. You know? I'll have to think about it. Yeah. But it's then. A, Neville's... Again, it's, it's another example of a complicated yeah. idea. It's not just a he turns out good or he is still bad. J.K. Rowling made it a little complicated, so it's something that we yeah. do think about. Unless that's just how it came out in the movie, because I haven't read the book. <laughs> um, but uh, I, then, I was going to say, Ray Fiennes improvised hugging <laughs> Malfoy. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> his really creepy hug, where he like turns his wand backwards or something, he, like turns his hand. Weird. It was weird. It's he's so he's he's so good. Ray Fiennes is so good. <laughs> I love him. Anyway. I want him to be in Star Wars. I think he'd be great. Anyway, yeah. Neville steps forward next. Mm -hmm. And they all make fun of him. That they being... The uh, Death Eaters. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a silly name. (laughs) He said Longbottom. (laughs) They're American also. (laughs) Pretty low of him. (laughs) <laughs> all the death theaters are american obviously <laughs> i i see how i see how it is jk rowling no that was that it wasn't no, okay anyway um but yeah um and his bravery yeah he gives a rousing speech he looks into the sorting hat mm-hmm. which is where the sort of gryffindor was in chamber of secrets i don't know if, i don't know if you remember that i think i do uh and he looks in there and we see a little shiny thing on his face we don't see the sword yet Oh, never mind. I the, I just remembered the hat. Um, yeah. <laughs> so he has the hat. He steps up, gives a rousing speech. People die all the time. Friends, family. <laughs> you said family just like you did. Yeah, I know. That's my favorite way of saying family. Oh, and after that was done. Family. I love that Harry Potter just gets yeah. up and runs. He just hops up. It does, also, it's not... there was a great... Po- There's a lot of great poetic moments in this because... J.K. Rowling specifically said, I remember her saying somewhere, she wanted Hagrid to carry Harry's yeah. body in because he was the guy who brought brought Harry to Hogwarts in the first place. Yeah. And that's so sad. <laughs> it's almost like these are good movies and books. <laughs> Hagrid didn't die, did he? No. Good. Um, actually, I forgot what happened to him for the longest time. And I was like, wait, did he die in a previous movie? Yeah, no. But, um... Harry's alive. He faked it. Yeah. Or he came back. I'm not sure what happened. Either one. And a little blur. Little both. It's all a blur. It was just a battle, wasn't it? It was a battle. There were they were on the stairs. They were trying to kill the snake. Oh my gosh. That that was crazy. Like I know the basilisk fangs. fangs. Yeah. And um, when did they want to kill the snake? Uh, the the snake Nagini. Oh yeah, yeah. It had, it had almost pinned down. Uh, or it did pin down. It did. Uh, Hermione and I keep wanting to say Rupert Grant. <laughs> it's okay, you can. Ron, Ron Weasley and uh, the Neville comes running with the sword and chops it set off. And he gives a, 
oh, great God. echoey scream. Ah! Yeah. And uh, that was the last Horcrux, wasn't it? Yeah. To be destroyed. That was it. And then, oh my gosh, Harry facing down, just like he did the first time that he faced down with him, just like the, mm-hmm. the beams going back and forth, and then all the Horcruxes are destroyed, and he just disintegrates. Yeah. I've never, I felt kind of, even though like it's totally deserved, and he's just an evil character, and it's like, yeah, you're happy that he's gone. I felt a little weird that I was like so pleased to see the charred flesh of a person <laughs> like floating up into the air. Yeah. But it was still, it's just like, he's gone. Uh-huh. He's gone. It's over. There and- was, <laughs> speaking of Neville real quick, uh, many listeners may be familiar with this, but there is a theory that uh, Neville is the actual one. Rather than Harry. You can sigh, but it makes sense. He killed the last Horcrux. It makes sense, but it's he, one of those theories. Both of his parents were also killed. Even if it makes sense, it's one of those theories. No, but it, makes, like, it completely holds up, honestly. But if it's true, it's disappointing because it's like, I don't want Neville to be the one. It's about Harry Potter. Okay. It's. <laughs> okay. Anyway. You can think that. I find it fascinating. I don't know. Because he is, like, his rise to being a hero mm-hmm. is, I think, just as, if not more, inspiring. <laughs> it is very inspiring. Yeah. Like, he, he could have been the protagonist of these movies. Did him and Luna get together? Because when they go to the train scene at the end, or, okay, we'll, we'll the, start with that. After the cool scene of uh, Harry Potter snapping the Elder One in half and throwing yeah. it and the trio together, and I was like, this is a cool yeah. 15 years later yes I don't yes. know why I'm whispering this but then um, the show and everything that is happening like with the, with the relationships I thought that I'd seen what looked like Neville and Luna walking past them at one point possibly so I was like oh, I think what? in the books they marry different people mm. but they I it's entirely it's probably possible just that another, in the movies I don't know no it's entirely possible that in the movie canon they, they did get together I don't know it may, it may or may not have been them but I loved that Harry and um, Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. yeah. Clearly, I care about this relationship. <laughs> I love that they stay together. I thought I thought the makeup was, was, was pretty good, making them yeah. look older. Sure. Especially on Ron's, for some reason, he, he looked like, oh, yeah, he looks like, like he's... That's that's what yeah. Ron looks like. <laughs> or like what he, and he looks... Yeah. yeah. But then Emma Watson was kind of just like, you look... They made Ron look nineteen years older. They made mm-hmm. they made uh, uh, Hermione. Hermione look maybe seven years older. Sure, but I mean Emma Watson is aging very well. This is true. Um, yeah, but yeah, great ending scene. It's great stuff, and we end on the trio with a little da 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 da. da. It's very triumphant, and yeah. I like it. I love contrasting the end theme to mm-hmm. the beginning theme because in the beginning you just hear it on the little, like it's, it's, it's on a type of key keyed instrument or whatever. Yeah. And it's just a little, and it's it, John Williams eases. And I thought you it in. was a celesta, but it wasn't. No. John Williams eases you in yeah. to, and it's like, get ready for an adventure. And then at the end it's the same theme and it's, We've just won the adventure. Like we've we've just been on an adventure, and here we are at the end. And it's really nice. 
William, I think that's it. They were okay. This was a scattered episode of William Potter. This was a scattered episode of This Awkward was a Fosters. scattered episode of Awkward Fossil. That's kind of the point, isn't it? Sure. Anyway, William, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part two, on a scale from one to ten owls. What do you give this this movie? Eleven. We did it. We tipped the scales. We did it. At ten and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great, great stuff. This is... It's, it's just an exciting finale. This is the climax of the whole series. You know, I'm so kind of so surprised that sense. I've actually watched all of them now. It's taken almost a year. If we had waited eight more days to do this episode, it would have taken a year for us to watch oh, all man. the Harry Potter movies. Actually, no, because that was just when we released the episode of Surviving the Clone Wars. So it has been a year, probably. So it's been not quite not quite a year still, but fewer days yeah. than nine. <laughs> By the time it, you released it, it might have been a year. Crazy. William, I think that's it. Yeah. Final theme song. Final theme song for William Potter. Oh, we can't use that. It's copyrighted. It's copyrighted. Uh, uh. <laughs> Something else. And that's it yeah. for this episode, William. We did it. We talked about some movies and then another movie. Uh, I guess we'll do plugs. What a great podcast. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, sure, man. You ready? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. You sure about that? Yeah, if you remember the ones that aren't the things that are mine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see if I'm ready. So there's our website that you can visit. www.awkwardpausespod.com You can find everything there is to know about this podcast right there. There's also Facebook. Facebook.com slash awkwardpauses. I had to think about that there for a second. Yeah. Then there's the the Twitter. Twitter.com slash awkwardpodses or at awkwardpodses. Yeah. Then there's... Or it's probably like twitter.com slash user slash... Yeah. It's <laughs> at awkwardpodses. It's at awkwardpodses. Then there's... Patreon? Yeah, if you uh, if you like the podcast and you want to uh, support us, then you can just pledge a little bit of uh, money. Yeah. And it goes by episode. episode. Yeah, for every yeah. episode that comes out. That way you only get... You you only... You only pay for what pay. you get. Exactly. That's what I was trying to say. Maybe someday we'll be good at these. Yeah. Um, <laughs> William? Yeah. Or actually, no, no, there's one more. Oh, yeah. You find us on one of three sites you can find us on itunes soundcloud or stitcher uh you can listen and subscribe on any of those pick your pick one that you like stitcher is my favorite or all of them if you want oh yeah i mean uh, it's not up to me you can do whatever you want it's a free country assuming you're living in a free country <laughs> thrice the platforms thrice the fun sure william yeah <laughs> where can they find you on the internet Oh, I can hardly remember these days. Um, <laughs> you are getting up there in years. It's, yeah. I know it's hard for you to remember these days. <laughs> On Twitter, you can find me at 
I believe it's at Arbizer still. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Arbizer still, but at Arbizer. Yeah. A R B I Z E R. Fascinating stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on SoundCloud. It's the same thing without the at. It's just a forward slash, except maybe music. I, th- I think it's just Arbizer. It's SoundCloud.com forward slash Arbizer. Arbizer. Yeah. Um, I actually posted a couple other things on there recently. Really? But it was only because I I needed to put some more stuff online to put together a portfolio because I was ah. applying for something. Okay. Um, I think those are my only two things, right? That's right. Tell us about your stuff. Uh, well, well, William, you can find me on Twitter at Resdolph. That's R-E-S-D-O-L-P-H. You can find me on Instagram where I post things sometimes at Reservoir Dolphin. Uh, and that's it, William. Yeah. Goodness. Again, maybe someday we'll be good at <laughs> those plugs. Yeah. It's it's awkward pauses, man. All right, William. Hit us with a closing theme song on your handy-dandy vocoder. I'm going to make it really emotional. Yeah, make it emotional because we are done with Harry Potter. Bring it to a close. <laughs> that was awful. That was an awful <laughs> ending. Oh, gosh, it started out so great. <laughs> Okay, here we go. And bring it home for us, William. Hey, Matthew, I just want to formally apologize both to you and to the listener. Um, I know I said Audrey Hepburn, but I was thinking of Catherine Hepburn. I, I know the difference. It was just a slip of the brain, slip of the tongue, whatever. Uh, so I just want to apologize for any confusion that may have caused or any dis- if it makes any disruption within the episode. I'm so sorry. That is my bad. All that is on me. Um, th- that's all I have to say. All right. Bye. <laughs>